You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to Collective Cafe To Go. This is the podcast version of the Collective Cafe. Now, the Collective Cafe happens every single weekday, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in Alpha Collective's Discord server, discord.gg forward slash alpha collective. It is free. It always will be free. There are no strings. There is no bait and switch. If you like to listen live and even participate, come onto stage, comment in our back chat, you can do that. Whether you're on the treadmill, getting the kids ready for school, getting yourself ready for work, commuting into the big bad city, or maybe just even commuting from your bedroom into your home office. On Monday, we manifest. On Tuesday, we talk thought leadership. On Wednesday, we have guests take the stage, almost like an open mic. On Thursday, we do live book reads and discussions. And then on Friday, it's No Agenda Friday, where there is no agenda. Start your day off on the right foot, on the front foot, with virtual coffee, with the Collective Cafe, where we mastermind, we manifest, we collaborate, we help one another at the business of Web3 or anything else that intersects, whether it's culture, collaboration, creativity, innovation, disruption. So give us a subscribe if you're listening on the podcast or come and attend one day. Remember, it is a safe, welcoming space and you will never, ever be put on the spot. This is the Collective Cafe to go. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. It is March 6th, 2023. 3623. All the numbers just seem to work really nicely together. 322363. Three, 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 three times two is six. Two, three. I don't know. Um, hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. You didn't work uh, too hard. You were able to, as they say, touch some grass. I never, I never really. I kind of think I understand what that means, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it means like get away from your computer, right? Get outside, touch some grass. But w- what happens if you live in the city? If you live in Manhattan, there's no grass. Uh, there's just touch some concrete, maybe. Touch some concrete. Go ahead and touch some concrete. Um, I whew, I was listening to, uh, you know, again, Diary of a CEO, and uh, listening to his name is... Um, not Seth Rogen, because I know who Seth Rogen is, but the one that I've been listening to, um, let's find it. The man who predicts how long you have left to live to the nearest month, his, his name is Gary Brecker. Now, I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm just you can put it in the cafe chat, which is um, your blood vessels in your body, the average human in their body, the, um, if you were to kind of lay them all out in a straight line, 
right? What length, what length um, would that constitute or, or distance, right? Um, if you had to actually just like unpack all of your blood vessels and uh, and just kind of like lay them in a long, 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 long line. I think the colon, I think he said is um, 18 feet maybe, 12 to 18 feet is your actual colon, by the way, um, which is crazy. Um, maybe not that crazy because it is packed. Um, but what about blood vessels? Um, this is going to, um, and I'm going to give you a little clue. It's longer than you think. <laughs> I mean, duh, it's longer than you think. So put a little guess in the cafe chat um, what you think the distance of blood vessels are. How many blood vessels, not how many blood vessels, but the actual length the, you know, if you were to take out all your blood vessels and put them in a long, long, long line. I want distance. I want length. I want distance. In the cafe chat. Um, the POAP uh, code, uh, I'm, I've decided to use spaces now, is sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Three words, all lowercase. And that will be live from 8.59 to 9.14 today on Manifestation Monday. So I want to hear exactly how, how long you think uh, that would take. But um, just an amazing, amazing uh, podcast that's blowing me away. In fact, so much so that I am now going to resume taking vitamin D3. Um, it is <clears throat> unbelievable. I mean, basically what Gary says is that uh, well, I mean, there's so many things. I just want to get it wrong, but I think it's like 30, like, uh, no, wait. Uh, the third leading cause of death in the United States is uh, medical misdiagnoses. Third leading cause, third leading cause. Um, and he talks specifically about um, the gut, that, that so many of the, our ailments which are domino effect by, you know, are, are attributed to the gut and gut health, you know, and things like vitamin D, like actually getting out, going out and getting sunlight. So the touch grass thing is actually not really about the grass. It's actually about the sun. Get outside and get sun. Vitamin D, it, it, it is shocking, shocked me how important it is and how vital it is. I was actually put on vitamin D um, when I went for my physical, the same physical when I found out that I needed heart surgery because really what was happening is we weren't spending enough time outside because of COVID. So we were all like indoors, cooped indoors. And so many of us actually, you know, uh, if we didn't have it before, um, ended up with vitamin D deficiencies. And vitamin D is one of the most powerful, I mean, according to what Gary says, one of the most powerful, powerful, um, you know, uh, mortality variables that can actually, uh, in, you know, that can actually lengthen your life or the lack thereof can shorten your life. And, and also what he explained is this, um, it is a domino effect. So for example, like, he, he, you know, this guy can predict almost, you know, he worked for an insurance company for, for years and he can actually tell you how much you have left to live to the nearest month just through genetics. He can do that. He can absolutely do that based on looking at 
at at the at certain you know uh, um, presence or deficiencies um, of nutrients of amino acids of vitamins or not vitamins of you know etc. I'm I'm gonna you know like I, I gotta go and, and listen to this thing again because it just absolutely blew me away like just blew me away. I'm gonna go ahead and post that into the Discord link uh, into the chat, but but. Please, like, like, listen to it. Just gi- give it a listen. And if anything, like, if nothing else comes from listening to it, just consider just vitamin D. Just consider getting out and, and making sure that you spend a bit of time in the sun um, every day or that you're taking a supplement. And there were just other things as well that just kind of blew me away. So, you know, you're all being a little shy. Um, no one has told me. Shadows Pub is taking a guess. Uh, I, I'm looking for a guess in terms of your blood vessels. If you were to take all your, you know, the average human, their blood vessels, and 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 arrange them in a straight line, what distance would that cover? What distance would that cover? Uh, I'm going to be like a dog with a bone. I want to guess. Uh, Bez says 33 miles. 33 miles. Bez says. Um, Shadows Pub says been using supplements for years, especially B complex C and D three. No idea on the blood, but actually those are the ones. B complex. He was talking about that. Okay, so <clears throat> unless I forgot this, but I typed it. I was driving and I actually pulled over. It's sixty three thousand miles. Sixty three thousand miles. That's that. I mean, it's just like what? I gotta go and I gotta go and and and, and research that. Uh, this is not a chat GPT uh, um, <coughs> finding. No, but 33 miles is is not a bad guess. I mean, this is crazy, crazy stuff. 63,000. Oh, um, Praxim said I posted in the in the room chat. Uh, what did you say um, in the room chat? By the way, um, what what the mileage was, Praxim? But anyway, so so this was a very interesting. You know, listening to this podcast, I I, I love Diary of a CEO. I mean, I, it's really like. You know, I've gone through phases. There was a time when, you know, I listened to 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 Fanzo's podcast every single day. He was doing a daily podcast, and and I kind of like it's it's not unlike the Collective Cafe and the Collective Cafe to go when you get in a groove, when you get in a routine, um, when you get into like a consistency. There's there's cadence. There's you know there's there's a lane that you swim in, and I think when you're comfortable in that lane, um, it it. it it, it, it's actually familiar as well. So listening to him, learning about him, you know, it's it's like um, it's like uh, X Files, right? Uh, like I was a huge X Files fan, and you know what they would do is there was there was always there was the episodic, you know, there was the a la carte episode. There'd be something that had nothing to do with anything. Uh, maybe there'd always be just a little Easter egg or just a, a one or two minute kind of um, you know nod or hat tip to the to the the uh, the red thread to the common story right which is you know which was kind of the truth is out there extra, extraterrestrial life this this kind of undercurrent the main story and then what they would do and this is classic storytelling like every I don't know five episodes or six episodes they do one that was dedicated to the bigger story to the thing that the the thread that held the entire um narrative the entire series uh the entire you know kind of um story together and um and i think that's that's one of the things like for example with diary of a ceo these are all standalone 
standalone um, uh, episodes, but you get to know the host just a little bit more every single time. You get to know the host just a little bit better every time. And so um, it's just something to think about is that you need a story and then you need a story behind the story and sometimes a story behind the story behind the story. So, for example, there is a story behind the story with respect to Joseph Jaffe is not famous you know, Corona TV, the story of a, you know, a show started in a pandemic, but not defined by it. Uh, Hope, positivity and optimism. There is that story. There's the story of me, the story of the pivot, the story of reinventing myself. Um, You know, the story of a a public speaker and a keynote speaker who suddenly, you know, had no more business. Um, And then, of course, there's every single episode that should be a standalone episode. And it is. For the most part, you know, one of the things I'm doing now this year is um, every episode just begins and ends with just an image of my mom. Um, and so that's another part of the story uh, or it's another chapter or it's another addendum to the story. And the more, you know, uh, if you think about it, it's almost like this idea of, of you, you can you can draw, you can paint and not paint. You can create art with charcoal, right? With chalk. You can create with one color with pencil, and it can be incredible, it can be brilliant, it can be best in class. Your pencil drawing could be more exceptional than a painter with, you know, 96, 96 colors, with, with all the colors of the, you know, rainbow, etc. So, so it's not necessarily about the monotone or one story or one channel or, or being, you know, or being a singularly focused, right, or being laser focused or, you know, it, but if you can create more layers, more dimensions, more, um, you know, more depth, that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to create depth as opposed to superficiality. There's too much superficiality in the world. There's too much superficiality in our lives. So we're trying to create depth. And, of course, many people say, you know, niche down or whatever. There's nothing wrong with, with narrow and deep. The key is deep. The key is not wide or narrow. I mean, you can be a successful generalist. You can be a successful specialist. I am both. Uh, I don't know if I'm successful, but I'm, but I'm a generalist and a specialist. You know, I'm a marketing generalist, but from a specialist standpoint, I have my lanes that I swim in. You know, <clears throat> right now, focusing a lot on Web3. Maybe that's more focus, but certainly from a specialization standpoint, innovation, disruption, digital, you know, even social media, these are all lanes that I've swum in and then I move over to new lanes. That's also part of my MO. So it's just something to think about, which is when we kind of create dimensions to our personality, to our candidacy, you know, to our communities, we want to make sure that there is something for everyone. But we also want to make sure that there's one thing for everyone. So think about that. There must be one thing for everyone and then there must be something for everyone, you know, if you know what I mean. So, like, it's, it's, it's again, it's come for this, stay for that, right? You come to a conference, um, you come to an event for, a, for the thing that everyone's coming for, but when you're there, it's choose your own adventure. It's like, like an amusement park, right? Uh, like Disney, everyone goes to Disney because it's the happiest place on earth because they want the Disney experience. In some cases, maybe they're all coming for a new ride or a new experience. Um, that's the hook, the hook and the hold. But once you're there, everybody almost kind of like splits up into not groups of one, as my friend would always say, but into, into small groups, 
and they choose their own adventure and they do their own thing. And it is that customization and personalization and self-selection um, that is so important. So I think you can see like this this picture that's kind of being drawn, this this idea that says always find, you know, it's not so much balance, it's it's like a matrix, right? There's a vertical and a horizontal axis. And the one axis is the general and the other one is the specific. The one axis is the thing that works for everyone and the other axis is, is the choose your own adventure. And that's how you find, you know, that balance. That's how you find the mix. Um, in many respects, you could even look and, and dissect the collective uh, um, ca- cafe to go. I'm just looking at uh, Shadows Pub. said, I'm nicheless and loving it, which is actually your niche, if you think about it. Your nichelessness is your niche. Um, but even, even the collective cafe and the collective cafe to go, um, there's got to be something that, that connects the dots, that connects Monday through Tuesday through Wednesday through Thursday through Friday. Maybe it's the poet. Certainly it's me as the host. That may change over time. And then you've got the specialization of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and how that might change and evolve. You know, as I discussed with you last week, one of the things that I'm going to try and start to experiment with, perhaps, is to do the show live on Wednesday and then on Thursday morning have the after show where we discuss the show and we go into it and and now it becomes like a town hall, a group discussion. It helps. It would be awesome if the guest comes to it, but they don't have to. I've got my show notes. You know, I've got the ability now um, to to have a conversation on every single one of those points. I can discuss for an hour and, and a we can discuss for an hour on anything, right? We can, you know, we can discuss. I'm looking at, um, you know, at, at my latest uh, episode, uh, social media as a rattle. I think this was, uh, I think this was Jeremy. Um, you know, um, you know, I love this point, by the way. This idea is like we, we had this whole conversation that we, uh, everyone needs an enemy. Sometimes it's actually a person, Sometimes it's an ideal or it's a, a concept. Sometimes it's, you know, a company, etc. Um, and, and this comment was, we also need a good guy. And I was like, wait a second. I like that idea. I like that thought. We need an enemy, but we also need a good guy. We also need a hero. Uh, in every narrative, you know, there is a hero and a villain and a jester and, um, you know, and a... Um, you know, and and an everyman, and a journeyman, and a, and a magician, and all those. Um, I think this was uh, this was Randall Crowder. Um, so this concept of we also need a good guy, we also need a hero. Sometimes we're the hero, which is great, but there's also a huge responsibility to be the hero. And are you really the hero? I mean, did who made you the hero? Did you make yourself the hero? What if you're the villain? I mean, there's there's a lot of complexity. Uh, to that uh, as well, um, but but this idea of if you're not the hero, find the hero, align yourself with the hero, with the good guy or the good girl, you know, the good person, the good human, um, and 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 find your balance between them. Right? If they become the two poles, if they become the two extremes, the two sides, the hero and the villain, then then where do you sit? And you know, it, it's funny because. Um, in so many cases, going back to stories and, and, and shows, you will notice that there are times when the, the hero aligns with the villain. 
when they team up because the enemy of my enemy is my friend. For just a short period of time, they team up and they're on the same side. Um, and it's always kind of fun, you know, to watch that, to, to almost, they're aware of each other, they don't trust each other, and yet they team up for just a short period of time and then resume their uh, rivalry or their their battle or their, um, you know, their, uh, their uh, uh, work stream, <laughs> if you will, um, that, you know, their, their, their clash, um, you know, their particular part in the bigger story. So just some kind of random thoughts in the morning. Um, and, and also, like, by the way, there's like a story behind the story behind the story here, um, which is this idea of touch grass, just this concept of touch grass. Hey, what did you do this weekend? Did you touch grass? Speaking of grass, let's talk about sunlight. Speaking of sunlight, how about this podcast I watch about the blood vessels? And, and, can you, and, and we just went down a whole path. Now, not many, for me, that's easy. I don't know whether it's self-diagnosed, you know, ADHD. And I, I, I say that always with a little caveat because I don't want to make light or minimize or, or trivialize uh, because I may have it and I may not. And it's not for me to suddenly just give myself that stamp <clears throat> when it's very real. And there are people who absolutely, you know, um, are dealing with it. But but going back to this idea, if you'll allow me the uh, <clears throat> the, the editorial license of self-diagnosed, um, I go down these these um, these little you know tangents, etc., and I love it because I don't know where I'm going to end up. I actually, you know, I actually started off today by saying manifestation Monday. When do you throw in the towel? Because I was like thinking this morning. It's like, you know, should we talk about that? We may not even get to that as well. Um, now, as I said, like for me, this is almost like this idea of being on a trapeze without a net, without a safety net. I love it. Like I really, really thrive on it. For some people, they might find it to be the scariest thing in the entire world. They might find it to be like, like actually, like they might be breaking out in hives right now, just thinking about this idea of of literally, figuratively, visually, um, you know, being on a trapeze um, or 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 the high wire without uh, a safety net. Um, <clears throat> and and you know, for some people, even just to take that metaphor one step further, I mean, we've seen. Uh, what's that guy's name? Um, he is uh, the daredevil. Uh, he does like the tight rope across the Grand Canyon. I'm sure we'll find his name because there's only one guy. His name's Nick Wallender. Nick Wallender. I mean, this this guy's crazy. I mean, he's. I've watched. I've watched all these. You know, uh, all all the things he's done. He's walked across. He he actually. Uh, I'm fairly certain he walked across the Twin Towers. Um, uh, I'm almost positive he did that. Um, he's also done. Um, uh, he's also done like you know. Um, uh, actually, uh, actually, funny enough, he he wasn't the first. I'm looking and saying. I'm now seeing during the early morning hours of August seventh, nineteen seventy four, French high wire artist Philippe Petit took his position at thirteen hundred fifty feet above ground in the South Tower, high above the streets of New York. Petit began the one hundred thirty one feet walk between the twin towers. Um, with no net, and I'm sure Nick Willender's done it, and he's probably done some some uh, crazy crazier things as well. Now I'm just looking to to see if uh, if uh, no, he's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> I'm trying to see if he died, and if so, how. Um, but yeah, he uh, I guess did the first World Trade Center walk. Um, he is 73 years old. Maybe I'll get him on the show. Let me see if I can get him on the show. Um, you see 
how, how crazy that whole thought process was. It's insane. Like I'm actually feeling a little anxious now after going through that. So good morning to Praxim, Slick, Shadows Pub, Bez, Christopher, Billy, who was here um, earlier. Just remember the POAP today is, it should have been uh, touch some grass, but it's sharing is caring, three words, and that will be live in about 30 minutes or so. But let's let's push pause on this crazy um, uh, tangent of tangents, and let's talk about um, it's Manifestation Monday. So what are your goals? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? Um, what does success look for you in the week ahead? Um, I am, to be honest with you, uh, don't have much um, to talk about. I, um, I'm still trying to get back into the swing of things. And, you know, my schedule is way, way, way too open at the moment. Uh, there's not enough structure at the moment. I really need to get back and, and focus on my work streams, my Jaffe coin, Forever Changed, which is like, you know, um, good morning, Tim. I'm really, really got to get this book finished. I'm just like missing my deadlines. It's it's kind of really upsetting me, but I just haven't had the the bandwidth and just the the, the headspace and just, I don't know, the ability, but but I got to get it done. The, I got to get the book done. I got to get my coin, you know, work on my coin. Um, and uh, you know, uh, like we can just put a little caveat there, which is, you know, I, I'm I'm concerned about the creator coins that there is no business model there, that there is no path forward uh, for uh, for coin holders, for you know, for for coin owners, uh, or at least I want to be able to figure out what that is. I'm still not sure that there has been um, a success story yet, and I have to figure out why. And I have to figure out if I can be that success story, if I want to be that success story. I'm still learning because, you know, the the whole concept of the token, of the creator coin, um, is really uh, two things. Remember, it's business model and technology. That's Web3. But in this case, it's, you know, it, there, is a, um, there is a financial part of the conversation. And then there is, of course you know, a brand part of the conversation and you can't de-risk it. You can't take the financial part of the conversation out or if you can, you have to figure out how. Um, so in other words, when people are buying and selling your coin for profits, I mean, it's, 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 it's not what it's meant to be. It's not what it's meant to be. Um, when people are using their token to gain access to an economy, a taxonomy of experiences, um, it's different. And so we have to kind of solve that. So in, in many respects, I, you know, that I've, again, two pods there. One is my coin and, 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 and really, really pushing and, and building and growing my economy. Um, and the second part of it is being able to solve uh, for the industry. I'm a big believer I've always been that 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 person. I've always been the person that advocates on behalf of an industry. I've always been an evangelist at an industry level, you know, and it's a responsibility and it's scary as hell, but, you know, but in terms of setting the tone and setting the pace, um, it isn't just about me. Uh, maybe that's my role. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's my self-proclaimed role. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, so Forever Changed, Alpha Collective, Joseph Jaffe is not famous, um, you know, the Jaffe coin, these are all things that I need to focus on. Um, and and in many respects, 
you know, the blank slate that when I look at my calendar for the rest of the week, it kind of scares me. It's there, there isn't enough structure. Thank goodness for the collective cafe. Uh, because if not that, it would be really, really blank. And I'd be like, wait a second, why is my week so empty? Why, you know, aren't, like, what am I not doing right? Am I not planning ahead? Am I not locking things in? You know, uh, and it may be nothing. It may be, hey, Joe, what a gift. You've got a, you've got a blank slate. You've got a blank slate this week. You don't have mindless meetings. You don't, you're not traveling, you know, you are, give yourself grace, right? You are still getting back into the swing of things after a very, you know, tumultuous, um, I mean, my mom only passed away January 18th. I say only passed away, but it's six weeks for the most part. I mean, or yeah, it's six weeks and it's just like whirlwind, which included two different international trips, um, et cetera. So that's why manifestation is important, um, that's why like Monday is important because if you don't actually have a conversation about what you want to achieve, then how the hell are you going to achieve it? I mean, obviously the next part of it is to put a plan in place, is to be able to say this is what I want to accomplish today in the session, in, in the Collective Cafe. This is what I want to uh, accomplish today, meaning, meaning Monday. This is what I want to accomplish this week. This is what I want to accomplish this month. This is what I want to accomplish this quarter. This is what I want to accomplish this year. And you can back your way from the from the 30,000 foot picture backwards or you can build it up from the ground. You know, I I uh I will continue to to just publicly visibly visually any way I can visualize the fact that I want to find a home for my show. It is important. It is important to me. I think it can be important to more people. I know that I've built something um, in, profound, in my opinion. And, and, and this brings us back to you know, the idea of when do you throw in the towel? Uh, when do I just say, hey, listen, it was great while it lasted. Coming up in three months, March 12th or March 13th was when COVID hit, um, uh, did I say three months, three years, three years, um, March 13th was when COVID hit. The show itself was probably born around about March 23rd, March 24th. So at what point do you throw in the towel? This is one of life's most, uh, this is like almost like the meaning of life. I mean, it's, it's right up there. When do you throw in the towel in a relationship? Or when do you fight for it? When do you throw in the towel for a podcast or, or a show? Or when do you throw, you know, just be, be able to say, hey, it was fun while it lasted? When do you throw in the towel with Alpha Collective saying, at what point, you know, are we going to be able to sell this, you know, sell uh, membership passes or move on? You know, these are very, very hard questions, but you've got to ask them. And even harder is you've got to be able to answer them. Now, the frame of it, and it's important to recognize, is, you know, on one hand, if we're like kind of building the continuum, on one hand, you've got this idea of, of, I don't want to be the person that stops drilling for oil literally one meter before striking. I don't want to be the person, you know, mining for gold literally, you know, five or six inches before actually striking gold. So you've got that part, the endurance, the patience, 
the overnight success three years in the making, the ability to say, well, wait a second, three years, how on earth do I think I deserve to be successful in three years when you have journalists, when you have media personalities whose entire career has been doing this for decades, who have actually studied, who have actually like gone and done you know, courses and, 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 and degrees in terms of actually being a media journalist or media personality, gone through media training. You know, when you look at the, the Joe Rogans, when you look at the success stories and you realize these are people that have been doing this for a long time, it is almost, uh, you know, you tell me, you show me. Uh, I mean, we've had this conversation, Bez. Uh, I, think, I think Bez alerted me to Mr. Beast. How long did Mr. Beast do what he did before he became successful? So you've got that part. But then you've got another part, which we don't always talk about. I certainly don't think I have. And the other part is, what could you be doing if you weren't doing this? And that's the opportunity cost, right? What, what better could you be doing? I mean, what better? What, what, what work could you be doing? How much better could you be doing? What else might you be able to experiment? And, and what other success might you find if you had more time, more bandwidth, more resources, more energy, more focus to go in a different direction? And I'll be damned if I, if I told you that I knew the answer. You know, I have, you know, I have more fear... I'll tell you more fear in giving up and throwing in the towel than than this it's it there's fear both ways. Remember change happens when the pain of not changing is greater than the pain of changing. So in this case it's fear both ways, right? The fear is what could I have done if I had thrown in the towel? And the fear is what my how close would I have been and what might I have lost by throwing in the towel? And it is like debilitating because because it's an unknown. It's a complete unknown. Remember, we have a goal. We have a goal. We've set ourselves a goal of 20 people in the Collective Cafe by the end of March. Um, so far, we've had, um, I don't know if maybe we've had one, I think one new face or maybe two new faces, but it's March 6th. You know, we've set ourselves a goal. Do we want to, you know, can we, you know, do we want, do we want to be successful? Will we fail? You know, if we fail at this, what else? Then, then is that not a sign? If we can't get twenty people in the collective cafe in March together, working as a team, then maybe it's time to give up on the collective cafe. Maybe it's time to give up on Alpha Collective. Um, these are just like I'm literally kind of you know talking out loud, and uh, and yeah, I mean, you might think that this is uh, vulnerable, like I'm showing a vulnerability and. And, and transparent and weakness, I'm just being honest. You know, I'm just telling you how I feel right now, which is not to say that I woke up this morning with doubt and, you know, and I didn't. You know, I'm just basically saying this is, you know, these are the things that I think about. You know, one of the things that um, in this brilliant podcast um, is this idea of anxiety, right? If, you know, uh, so, so this is the gut part, right? I didn't finish the thought. But the thought was, you know, if you are claustrophobic um, and, um, and you, or if you suffer from anxiety and the anxiety comes, the onset of anxiety 
comes on inexplicably. You're driving in the car and you you wake up in the morning. You just get filled with a sense of dread. This 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 uncertainty. This you know this um, this this fear, etc. Um, if you have anxiety that is not brought on by an external stimulus or an external reason, according to um, what he says, um, is that is that the 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 problem or the solution, I should say, is gut gut health. That's the solution. The solution is something going is going on inside. If in fact the thing, look, if you're claustrophobic and you're in an elevator. And there are fifty people, fifty, and there are I don't know fourteen people in an elevator that can only you know take thirteen people, even fifteen people. Then, then justifiably, you're going to feel um, somewhat claustrophobic, one hundred percent. And um, but you know, if you're sitting outside touching some grass, and suddenly you have that same sense of fear or dread or whatever, <clears throat> according to him, there's something going on inside. So, you know, I don't, like, personally right now, I'm feeling great, you know, but I'm also, like, you know, take my Lexapro, my SSRI, and, uh, you know, and he also is not not the biggest fan of that. You know, he's, like, kind of, like, he said people will go go on antidepressants, um, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and, and he'll talk to them and he'll say, well, how long have you been on these antidepressants? And they'll say, like, 15 years and and so he'll say so when do you think it's going to kick in you know it's like why are you on these why are you on this medic i mean he believes again that gut health um and the imbalance and the mutations and and understanding the genetic code um can help to maybe not solve for it but certainly address it as well um so i know i'm you know jumping uh, around and so are all of you, which I'm absolutely loving. So let, let's just go back um, to uh, the comments. Um, uh, uh, Bez said Roberto Black tweeted out statistic of the major YouTubers and how long it took them to blow up, and all of them were between seven to ten years, including Mr. B. So I mean, you know, if that's if that is true, and it is, you know, it's like rhetorical, right? Then 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 throwing in the towel after three years, to me, is it's a bad decision. It's a bad decision. It's a bad business decision because you're being swayed by uh, some practical, pragmatic, well, you've got to earn a living and now you're monetizing and now you're growing and where the key metrics and, you know, and, and, and all justifiable, all justifiable, right? But at the same time, you're like, well, why did you expect to be successful after three years when all, you know, in fact, Probably the best thing to do in this situation is go and, you know, I'll go and contact Roberto Blade. In fact, his show will be live this week. Uh, no, next week, because I've got Rose Horowitz uh, this week. Um, and, and Bez actually just said, do you have a tweet to share Rose Horowitz's interview on your show? And then are coming into the Discord. Yes, I do. I will do it today. I will share it with you. And hopefully all of you can share it uh, too. Um, but actually, you know, note to self what I need to do is I need to contact Roberto Blake, who will, you know, will do the show, his show next week. Um, I've been just holding on to it because it was so good. And, um, and, and find out who those people are or find the tweet. And then I need to call them and, and, and contact them, maybe get them on the show, but also just ask them about what was year one like? What was year two like? What was year three like? 
you know, when did you did you consider throwing in the towel? You know, and maybe we'll do a series on that to actually go and, you know, diary of a creator, not diary of a CEO. So that's something um, that, I, that you know, note to self that I need to do. Um, Shadows Pub's been having a conversation as well. And if you want to subscribe to her newsletter, which is called Nicheless and Loving It, um, she said, I held back for years from starting a newsletter because I couldn't decide on a niche to focus on I have too many interests. I finally said, let me, uh, let me give you the proper uh, sound effect. You said, it, and embrace the nicheless. Uh, growth has been slow, but I'm coming up on the first year when many newsletters disappear after a few editions. I also give myself permission to adjust as I go. It's, it's totally true. And, you know, um, <clears throat> for me, I'm mindful of the fact, oh, Praxim raised his hand and bring you up. I'm mindful of the fact, not mindful, but but two things that I wanted to mention. Number one is that, you know, I outlived CNN Plus, right? I wanted to be on CNN Plus. I was like, oh my God, CNN, they're like doing the subscription thing and, you know, uh, Prof G, you know, uh, Scott Galloway is going to be on and I, I was like desperate dying. Like, can I be on this? And, and, and they came and they went, they're gone, you know? Um, you know, even when I think about, um, I know there are other factors and whatever, but but like Ryan Carson and his Daily Dose, gone. It's like crazy that it's gone. Like I, I miss the Daily Dose. I miss him. I know there was like, uh, you know, I missed a lot of the stuff that happened, which which is, you know, like, I mean, something else we could talk about another time. Um, but, but, I mean, this show was like consistently getting three, 4,000 people tuning in live every day, including myself. And actually, you know, the one thing I'll say, and then we'll go over to Praxim, is that, you know, sometimes, and here's the thought, right? Sometimes getting too big too fast can be as disastrous, if not more disastrous, than not getting big enough quick enough, right? So sometimes, I'll repeat that, sometimes getting too big too fast can be as bad, if not worse, than not getting big enough quick enough, and the reason is, if it needs to be said, is because you now have too much scale, you know, and, and you're hiring people and you're, you know, and, and, and you have, whether it's mouths to feed or, or just too much complexity, that, that is the one advantage of being, in my case, the one-man band. You know, the analogy of the, the, the drum at the back and the harmonica you know, and, uh, you know, and, and, the, and the, the, the hop and the, not the hop, but the, the bells on my, on my wrist. And I'm literally, you know, the guitar in my hand and I'm playing everything by myself. And maybe I'm a bit of a freak, you know, the guy that, that, that you would see in a circus, you know, or uh, in the subway, you know, trying to get an extra dollar. Um, but, but at least I'm in control, you know. And, and so that's just another thought as well, pacing. It's not just time, timing, it's pacing too. So it's not just, you know, an overnight success nine years in the making, but it's also the idea of recognizing and managing growth. So let me pause there for a second. Praxim, uh, welcome to the stage. Uh, thank you for having me up on this manifesting Monday. I uh, appreciate your insights this morning. They, make, they got me thinking of something uh, related but unrelated I heard uh, um, I don't know, maybe it was this weekend, 
Uh, we have, uh, by the way, it's coming your way. I'm sending it to you, Joseph. Wet, heavy snow from the Midwest. You will have it in about a day and a half. Um, so we, we classify this as the heart attack level snow. Um, you know, it's very difficult to shovel. Um, so with that in mind... What if I um, miss it, though? Are you sure it's coming my way? Well, it's, it, it's never a guarantee. It's the weather. I'm looking. I'm looking at the forecast. It's uh, we're getting nothing. We're missing it. In fact, uh, oh, good. Well, maybe maybe not this time. But I had friends out in your neck of the woods, and high probability that when we got weather, you guys would get weather, but not not guaranteed. Uh, but my manifestation this week is to look at the uncommon or upside down. So, as you may have known or put together, um, I'm in corporate America, but always searching for the next thing. Um, and my next thing, I've decided to spend this week looking at um, dumb, boring businesses. I, being in high tech, I tend to gravitate to high technology items. Um, I've decided to invert that formula. What if there's a business or businesses out there that just need to be acquired and optimized? Uh, think plumbers, electricians, uh, Small companies that you know do something in their community, but the uh, they're run by somebody in the baby boom generation. They're ready to retire. So that is my week. Uh, in my free hours, I'm going to investigate uh, what I call the upside down model. I love the uh, I love the idea. Um, in 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 many respects, it's how I it's the lens I've been applying even to the coin business and to my mother's business. Maybe we'll go into business together um, because I've been thinking about, you know, uh, uh, about, a, you know, I wouldn't call it a dumb, boring business, but but also it's it's an interesting, it's an overlay, right? Yeah, you've got an industry um, that, that has always done business a certain way um, that hasn't really digitized or automated or thought about, you know, AI, not that there would be a role, but in, in, in this particular case, the concept of blockchain is very interesting um, in terms of, you know, we've discussed this in the Collective Cafe, right? The idea of w what is a coin, it's currency, right? Isn't cryptocurrency and, and a POAP or an NFT, a badge, a medal, coins and medals, notes. Um, I mean, uh, it seems to me, um, that that there could be a there there, but it begins sometimes, Praxim, to your point, with just you know one oh one. By the way, most brands, big brands, corporate brands, are still not nailing one oh one. And I'm talking about video content, email, search, website. They all jumped onto the social media bandwagon. And they still haven't quite recognized, as I wrote in 2007, join the conversation. The conversation is going on without you. You are not the life of the party. You are not the center of the universe, Mr. or, Ms. or Mrs. Brand. You are oftentimes an unwelcome guest that keeps on interrupting them in their living rooms. So how do you get invited to the party? How do you get to actually join the conversation that is already in progress because it is called life. So they all jumped on that and they still play in that TikTok and, you know, where is the puck right now? And then comes, you know, all the fringe stuff, some playing in NFTs and some, you know, VR and AR because they want the next big thing. 
Well, you don't, you don't get to do the next big thing when you haven't figured out how to take care of the fundamentals. You don't build a house on rented land, and you also don't build a house on quicksand. There you go. There's, there's your tweetable quote from today. You don't build a house on rented land, and you don't build a house on quicksand. And the quicksand often is when you don't have a strong foundation. So I like what you're doing, which is, by the way, sometimes boring is awesome. Sometimes, and I've often said this, the best day for a parent is a boring day where a child doesn't come home, you know, with a broken arm or, you know, or, you know, get bullied at school or, you know, do badly. I'm talking about as a parent, like a boring day is a day when nothing happens. You know, when, when the kid wakes up um, and, and, you know, the, the kid wakes up, period, the fact that they wake up is amazing, another day, and they go to bed without any major calamities. You know, when your kids start driving, it's a massive fear for parents. So boring is good. You know, there, there's your next book, by the way, Praxim, or maybe your first book. Boring is good. Boring, boring is good. I, I agree. I, I, one of the challenges, right, is that, like, I it's just at a financial principle, right, is that, so, look, somebody established a business, it's running, it's profitable, they may or may not know how to exit it, right? They don't know how to get out of it, but they're ready to retire or had a life event that has triggered a need to exit their business. Um, but there's no marketplace for them to truly, you know, exit their business. I mean, there's places to sell small businesses, right? But the statistics I've read are just atrocious. Like only like uh, 10 to 20% of people understand that there's marketplaces to sell your small business. And obviously the numbers have to look right and, and whatnot, but can you imagine how many places don't have, uh, and this this is, I'm dating myself, right? Where did we used to go to to find a plumber or an electrician or a handy person or you name the thing in your neighborhood? It was the Yellow Pages. Where have the Yellow Pages gone? Was that rhetorical? Uh, in part. I mean, I know there's places like, uh, you know, Angie's List or whatever, but like, honestly, where have the yellow pages gone? How do I find stuff in my community that I want to support that has a community support? Right? Yeah, well, well, on one hand, I guess, I guess you could say, well, it's it's Craigslist, it's uh, you know, it's search, it's this, it's that. But on the other, what what you what you're doing is number one is you're talking about word of mouth referrals curation, right? Mm-hmm. And more importantly, as I often have said to founders. You know, the, you know, the, how often have you seen, if you even almost like, like unpack the story and you're like, I was frustrated because dot, dot, dot. I was curious about dot, dot, dot. I asked myself, why is there no dot, dot, dot? And so I started, you know, that is like the one of the, and, and then what I say to founders, and I've probably said this many times in the, in, in the collective cafe is like my, like. Uh, unscientific litmus test is this idea of saying, number one, it's so simple, anyone could have thought of it. And then the second part is, why didn't I think of it? You know, I'm muted. Uh, I, I like my beeping now. So it's almost like this idea of it's so simple that anyone could have done it and yet nobody did. But you did or could you have? Um, and so um, just just as a as a, you know, like as a, as a litmus test, Praxim, when you think about that idea 
of like looking at the world and not, you know, there are those who see things and ask why, and then there are those who see things that 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 could be and ask why not. Um, and and it doesn't have to be revelation. It doesn't have to be like, oh my God, change the game. You know, it could be just the blocking and tackling that's been completely overlooked. Why? Because everyone's trying to. Because at some point, all these small business owners or or just businesses in general were like, we got to be on Twitter. Why we don't know. We got to be on Instagram. Why we don't know. Well, being on Instagram comes with a price, and that price is, you know, keeping up the, you know, now suddenly you're hiring people to, you know, and it's like, well, but what's the strategy? Like, why did you want to be on Instagram? Because we want to fish where the fish are. Well, is, you know, is your, is your customer on Instagram? And, 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 and what's the strategy? You know, like, I mean, like, and, and sometimes, and sometimes you do just make it up as you go along. Like one of the things that I forgot to do, but I'm uh, remember it again today, is I'm just gonna. I created those little cards. Um, I, I put them in the collective cafe, and and you know I'm hoping that that you guys will also just share it. Uh, you know from you know day to day or when you're so inclined. Uh, but they just say you know join us for Thought Leadership Tuesday. Join us for Wellness Wednesday. Join us for a live read and book discussion. Join us for No Gender Friday. Um, and just put it out there. Maybe that's a role for Instagram. I still haven't quite figured out what the role is for Instagram for me. Um, but then again, maybe I'm basing it on 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 engagement and followers. If I had a million people following me on Instagram, uh, the the role would be very simple. It would be just a simple broadcast and announcement, you know, uh, you know, platform or or device. But without that audience. Suddenly now you have two goals, and the two goals are drain your resources. One is growth, and the other one is is content. You know, is is being able to actually have a content calendar and a content strategy and create the content and figure out, you know, how to kind of post regularly. So anyway, um, I, I I I I like the I like the area that you're exploring, Praxim. It's interesting. And there's there's some great uh, comments in the back chat where things have organically filled the gaps, local Facebook pages, somebody printing stuff out. But I just and I, you know the other one I was thinking about is next door. But the truth of it is, that's not. I'm part of all of those. It's not where I go. It's it's probably the least interesting place to go to find this thing about local community. So there's definitely something there about the. It's there's there's things that are there but not there. They're not serving the need. Well, it's just like it, it's this idea of um, I mean, it's the town square, right? Twitter was meant to be the town square, the public town square, but it operates at a global level and not at a hyper local level. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe tomorrow we'll talk about that. In fact, let's talk about that tomorrow. About um, I'll tell you about a business idea of mine that I've that I've been tried to get off the ground a thousand times and never did and i'll share it openly uh maybe maybe we'll go into business together on that praxim um you never know wouldn't it be amazing by the way just like you know today today was very refreshing for me because i you know also just i mean i felt like just all of us were were really just having friends just around the table and being very you know just just chatting amongst ourselves and I mean, me mainly doing the talking, I know, but like, you know, I, I welcome, I love it when you guys come onto stage um, as well. But, um, but you know, but this idea of like, wouldn't it be ridiculously awesome if, if 
two of you or, or myself and one of you went into business together or did something together. I mean, obviously, my hope is I think we're way beyond this idea of, of you guys buying a pass to Alpha Collective. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> it's 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 like we we're like the relationship is way 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 ahead of that. At some point, you might, you might not, you whatever. It's like, but but can you imagine? Like we actually went and collaborated on something together, and and then you look back and you're like, okay, now I understand what the purpose is or was of the collective cafe. Now I understand what the role was, because because it it wasn't clear to me then. There was no strategy then. And there may never have been one, but you always never know who's listening or who's watching or who's in the audience um, or, you know, uh, and especially when it comes to this is different. I can see people in the audience, the podcast. I don't know who's listening or who's downloading um, the show. I don't know who's listening or downloading. And all it takes is one person to connect one person that can change their life, my life, your life, our lives. Um, and, and, and that is the power of manifesting. Because if you don't put it out there, then how the hell would anyone, you know, even have any clue uh, what your goals were or what your hopes or your dreams were? Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's, you know, uh, it's very, you know, most people, um, they don't want to stick their neck out because they don't want it to be cut off. They don't want to be shot down. They don't want to be laughed at or ridiculed. Um, but by manifesting and saying, this is what I'm trying to do, you just open up, the universe opens up with possibilities. That's it, possibilities. Exactly, possibilities, you know. And we'll kind of like end with, you know, just that that idea. I know we've said it many times, Right. A hundred percent of shots not taken don't you know <laughs> don't go in. You don't make what you don't make a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You know, there's sometimes the other one, which is I like the golfing one, is ninety nine percent of short putts never go in the hole. And the reason why I say ninety nine or why I kind of like that one is because sometimes the ball just ends up on the lip of the of the hole. And sometimes it just you know, it's that Tiger Woods putt. It's just, it sits there, sits there, sits there, and then just drops in. Maybe it's a bit of divine intervention. Maybe it's a little bit of luck. Maybe there's a breath of wind. But sometimes that just 1% of luck um, can help. And, and there are two different points, right? One is the shot you never take. And the other one is the short putt or the rim shot, right? The one that sits on the rim and bounces, 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 and then eventually just tips in your favor, so take the shot, uh, make the shot, um, and uh, be successful. Sharing is caring is the poem. Sharing is caring. I'm writing it there. The poem is live. Uh, have an amazing day. Tomorrow, uh, if you want, let's talk about hyperlocal. I, I think that would be awesome. And, and how Web3 can help. Come with ideas. Come with thoughts. Um, and, uh, and join us as we mastermind uh, on Thought Leadership Tuesday. Have an amazing day, everyone. See you tomorrow. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.